Hola. Yo soy George and um, I can't speak Spanish very well. <laughs> um, today, Did you it's offend just, so many people? yes. Um, today, it's just me and Jasmine here. Just the two of us. Hello. So currently, I am outside the United States, outside North America. I am in Bogota, Colombia. And uh, the Golden Globe during like five days. So we're getting up this like quick predictions video, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about. Like, you know, SAG nominations are coming out right after the Globes. Uh, the shortlists have come out, but kind of have to be quiet. Um, so we're just going to do Globe predictions today. We'll talk about all the other stuff next time if we're able to. Uh, and of course, you know, we'll have all that that conversation and and stuff. So let's just let's just jump right into it. I'm trying to save a little bit of time here. Um, uh, should we predict the TV categories? Because we did the last two years. Um, uh, we can. I can make two predictions. All right, let's just go through TV too. Uh, Gold Derby. let's see. Start with best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a limited limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Uh, F. Murray Abraham and the light in the white no white lotus. Can't talk. <laughs> Domo Gleason in The Patient. Paul Walter Hauser in Blackbird. Richard Jenkins in Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, and Seth Rogen and Pan, Pam and Tommy. I, uh, I don't know. Um, I've seen part of the White Lotus, but I'm just gonna go. I'll go with the White Lotus. I, yeah, I've seen part of it. <laughs> I've seen part of it. I, I guess I'll just go with that because I'm not really like. I don't know. I haven't seen any of these. I don't really know anything about the. The TV stuff, we're just going to do it for fun. Um, but yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, and then for performance by an actor in a, you know, miniseries, anthology series, or TV movie, um, Taron Egerton and Blackbird, Colin Firth in the Staircase, uh, Andrew Garfield in Under the Banner of Heaven. Evan Peters and uh, Dahmer and uh, Sebastian Stan and Pam and Tommy. Uh, I think it would make sense for them to do Evan Peters, probably. Yeah, I'm going Evan Peters. I think the club's quite like Ryan Murphy, so it makes I, I mean, everyone's love. I, I mean, everyone loves fucking Ryan Murphy, but whatever. Not me. Not me. Not me. The industry likes Ryan Murphy. I don't understand why. <laughs> uh, so for supporting actress in, you I'm know, in a really weird order. I'm like, 
running hell. back and forth on Gold Derby. <laughs> I'm following what Next Best Picture wrote here. Um, ah. Let's see. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge in The White Lotus, Claire Danes, and was it Fleischman is in trouble? Yeah. Oh, that's on different side. Daisy Edgar Jones and Under the Banner of Heaven. What the fuck is this? Nisi Nash Betts and uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer story and Aubrey Plaza and the White Lotus. I, I Jennifer would Coolidge ass- is going to walk away. Yeah, I would, I would assume Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Going to Coolidge will easily walk away with this, honestly. Yeah. It, it, the one thing I've heard about that show if anything, is like she's just really damn good in that. I wouldn't love Jennifer Coolidge. I think she's good. Um, but she was a little overrated last season. I was expecting a little bit, but everyone loves her, so I don't see why she wouldn't win for season two. Yeah, exactly. Okay. For um, supporting actor in a... What is this fucking order? <laughs> in a musical comedy or drama television series. Let's see. John Lithgow in The Old Man, Jonathan Price in The Crown, John Turturro in Severance, Tyler James Williams in Abbott Elementary, and Henry Winkler in Barry. Um, I actually John have... because he's at the top of the list on Gold Derby. I have not seen any of that Actually, I've seen a little bit of Abaddon. I think that's a lie. I actually have seen Severance. So. Yeah, I think that might actually make sense. He's pretty good in that. Um, so I think I'll, I'll go with John Turturro, partly because it's the only one of these that I've actually watched. Uh, yeah, I've seen Half of Barry. And I've seen the beginning of Abbott Elementary. That's all I've seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've seen the first couple seasons of Barry, but I haven't watched the full thing. Okay. Supporting actress in a comedy or drama series. We have Elizabeth Debicki in The Crown, Hannah Einbender in Hacks, Julia Garner in Ozark, Janelle James in Abbott Elementary, and Cheryl Lee. Cheryl Lee Ralph in Abbott Elementary. Uh, which one of the Abbott Elementary women won again at the Emmys? Uh, Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Lee Ralph, I know, is top on Gold Derby. Who was the other one that won at the Emmys? I did watch the Emmys. Uh, oh, so the Cheryl, Cheryl, Cheryl Lee Ralph won at the Emmys. Okay, then I'll go with her because that which was a surprise. Yeah, that would just make the most sense to me. Uh, yeah, that makes the most sense. Julia Garner has won in a golden globe. She's only one at the end, so yeah. Okay. Next. Uh lead in uh the limited category. Uh for actress, which is Jessica Chastain and George and Tommy, George and Tommy, George and Tammy. Um, Julia Garner, again, in Inventing Anna, 
Louis James and him and Tommy, Julia Roberts and Gaslit, and Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout, which I think like, uh, I think Amanda Seyfried. I think Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, that's keep what going. I would think keep conventional going. wisdom would say. Yeah. yeah, I think she'll just keep going. Honestly, Lily James, I guess, could surprise, but I think that'll be about a favorite again, honestly. And then, actor in a comedy series. Let's see Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Hader in Barry, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short in The Only Murders of the Building, and Jeremy Allen White in The Bear. Jeremy Allen White's number one on gold. I don't know. I'll go Jeremy Allen White because he's number one. I've also heard the very really good. So I've been meaning to watch it. I think it's very good. I don't think Hater has ever won for Barry, even when he won the Emmy. So that kind of puts a. Um, um, it's a bit of an obstacle. Well, maybe that's not an obstacle, but like, I don't know. no, like, he, no, he hasn't won. He has two nominations, but no, he has two nominations and no wins. Yeah, it, it, I guess it could still happen. It's just like you know, it's a bit of a risky move, I guess. I I will go with Jeremy Allen White because I have been following this man uh, since Shameless, and and I know. mean the Martins aren't winning because they're going to yeah. split. So that we just three left. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I'm just rooting for my boy lip over here. Yeah, rooting for my boy Process lip here. Of elimination. Yeah, and then actress in a comedy series. There's uh, Quinta Brunson in Albert Elementary. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Quinta, Quinta thank yeah. you very much. Um, Kaylee Cuoco and the flight attendant. Gene Smart in Hacks. Uh, Selena Gomez in Only Burns of the Building, and Jenna Ortega in Wednesday. Uh, I, I don't know. So Quinta Brunson is actually number one on Goldie. But I'm going on a limit. I'm saying Jenna Ortega. Hi. My production. I think there's a chance she wins. I think she's more likely to win on the show. So it would make sense if they really want to just be like we love our celebrities, like they often do. But well, she's really young, so I don't know. I mean, I don't most know. of the praise around, most of the praise around for her so if one of them were to win it would totally be her over the show she is very young so yes i think i will split from you here and go with brunson because i just don't well, Brunson's know. number one on gold every but jenna ortega is two on gold every actually yeah i'll just go with brunson because like i Brunson's don't probably the safe choice yeah yeah I'll i mean i have jenna ortega getting in... i have jenna ortega getting in sad right now because i think that can happen so that wouldn't shock that wouldn't really face me no mostly because i think like everyone has seen wednesday so except for me it will probably happen most of sad because we're losing wednesday so yeah that would that probably tracks yeah okay so the performance by an actor in a television series there's jeff bridges and the old man um Kevin Costner in Yellowstone, Diego Luna in Andor, 
Andor, Bob Odenkirk and Better Call Saul, and Adam Scott in uh, Severance. Bob Odenkirk's number one here. But I don't know what to think about that because I haven't seen any of these shows. You see, I made this argument kind of against Bill Hader, but like, you know, or like he never won even when he won the Emmy, but like. I mean, well, Bob Odenkirk has also four nominations and currently no wins. I mean, okay. I guess it's possible that they want to start something with Odenkirk to kind of be like, we're getting him the Emmy next year. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Adam Scott's number two. I'm, I'm going to go Adam Scott because I don't know if I have faith in better cost to win anything at this point. I don't know if I do either. I feel like people talk about Bob Odenkirk more in more passionately than they do Adam Scott. So I'll go with Odenkirk. But I mean, who knows? Maybe it is Adam Scott. We'll just have to see about that. I mean, I think Odenkirk could win, but I I don't know what the industry has against Better Call Saul. But like, <laughs> I don't know what he's done to the what the show has done to them, but. They don't like giving it any wins. Still hasn't won a single Emmy, so you know. And then for actress in a drama series, there's Emma Darcy in House of the Dragon, Laura Linney in Ozark, Imelda Staunton in The Crown, Hilary Swank in Alaska Daily, and Zendaya in Euphoria. The thing I'm gonna uh, go with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with oh. Zendaya. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Zendaya. I'm gonna go Zendaya. <laughs> I'm gonna go. That's the. I think a very, very, very safe pick. It's also kind of a chance to for them to reward her when they didn't reward her for the first one, and of course she she won again. So yeah, she yeah. wasn't even nominated for the first one. I'm pretty sure. It's, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah. And then for best limited series anthology movie or motion picture made for television, there's Blackbird, uh, Monster, Pam and Tommy, The Dropout, and The White Lotus, Sicily. I, White wow, Lotus. Yeah, probably wow, I wonder white. Wonder what's going win. Probably white lotus. Yeah, <laughs> I guess monster wouldn't surprise me if they just want to jerk off Ryan Murphy again. But like, oh yeah, uh, I think the safe choice is probably white lotus. So I'm gonna go with that. Oh, most of the next picture are also going to Jenna Ortega. I'm glad I'm not alone. I'm glad this is not like a crazy thought <laughs> that Jenna Ortega could win. <laughs> And then for television series, musical, or comedy, there's Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. Um, well, I wonder what's going to win. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like incredibly, it is Abbott Elementary, I'm pretty sure. 
it, it, I think it is a very clear Abbott Elementary. It would be very surprising if Abbott Elementary did not win. I agree. Because, like, I mean, it doesn't have Ted Lasso to compete with, and it's I, just I don't like... Would, I don't know who else. Yeah, I'm being very honest. I think it's so clearly, out. and the season's airing right now too. It just came back, so yeah, that that makes that a lot of helps sense. it as well. So. That definitely, I helps so it, I clearly but elementary. So yeah. TV drama, so that's Yeah, and then for drama, it's Better Call Saul, House of the Dragon, The Crown, Ozark, and Severance. I, I'm just gonna go with you know conventional wisdom and say Severance. I'm gonna say severance. Yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say severance. <laughs> God, I wish film was this easy. Oh boy. Okay. Well, now we get into film, which is you know the fun part, you could say. Best original song. Carolina from Where to Craw That Sing, Chow Papa from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Natu Natu from RRR. It's between two, I think. We'll... <laughs> yeah. Really With obvious. maybe. A spoiler for Natu Natu, but they are not, the Globes are not cool like that. They're just not. I very much wish they were, but they're not. I am going Black Panther. I'm going to lift me up from Black Panther for no particular reason, other than I think it would be a little bit, not a surprise, but I think a lot of people have called my hand just kind of cruise through the season, no pun intended. I just realized that it came out of my mouth. <laughs> I think I'm also going to go with Lift Me Up, but part of me wonders, like, if it's, like, um, Be Alive last year where people started predicting that, but then really it was just No Time to Die and maybe Hold My Hand is that. I, I hope not because I don't like that song, but um, uh, it, it very well might just be that. But I'll go with lift me up for now. Yeah, I think like I think there's a good chance that like Top Gun Maverick can just like cruise through the whole season and just then like every everything it can not that there's many very much for it to win. But only not to be known to I guess it'll be a really nice surprise. I've seen the movie, so it'll be a nice surprise. I don't know how much of a surprise it would be because it is like the most like what's like what's like Pinocchio win. <laughs> Yeah. I mean I think that would be hilarious. That would be kind of funny. It, it's with um the thing with Natsu Natsu though that I um um I just wonder if the popularity of that song, at least amongst like the film circles, could bolster that a little bit. But I don't know, we'll have to see. I mean it could. I mean it could. Yeah. And then for score, we've got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Women Talking, Babylon, The Fablemans, and uh, Banshees. I 
think this is probably Babylon. I think Babylon too. I think even as big as the film is, I think the score is 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 still pretty big on lock for for a win. Even though like the score, I don't think credits mean anything. Obviously, the score is really divided, <laughs> real divided. Let me tell you, like what a Batman, which is not helping at all. But uh, I don't. I think it's Babylon. It's Babylon. It'll be one talking. It's definitely not Fableman. They can say that for sure. So. Yeah, I don't know why some people are like, or like Fablemans. I guess it's because of John Williams, but like, I mean, it's John Williams. He's gonna get name checked. They could probably literally have not listened to the score, and they will just still get name checked. John Williams, like, his fifty-six nominations or something like that. Like, thing about Hurwitz, at least here, is that like, they did give it to him for First Man. So, um, I don't. If they don't give it to him this time around for a bigger score, then like that—that's not good news for him. I think but, everyone loves the score if they if they like don't love the movie. Like I loved the movie. I, th- I thought the score was great, but I feel like the score—I don't know anyone who has like a problem with the score. I don't either, but yeah, it also it is also is a great score. Yes, it is. It's definitely a great score. Okay. Then we'll move on to... Do we think Pinocchio could surprise random? Do we think Pinocchio could surprise? That'd be a great surprise. The Globes would be something crazy. Because it's fifth on gold every right now. For odds. I mean, it might be number two. Because it, it is the yeah, Maybe It could be number two. Maybe, but like... Hmm. I mean, I guess with how weak Women Talking is, I guess you could make, like, the argument for number two. Because Women Talking is just, like, not a thing. Yeah. Which is sad. It is is sad. All right. For non-English language or international or whatever, just call it international, for Christ's sake. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front... Argentina, 1985, close, decision to leave, and RRR. I would say probably RRR. I'm also saying RRR. Number two? I think... Yeah, I would probably say... All quiet, maybe. Maybe a surprise. In, maybe like a surprise in close. I don't know about close. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see this. The here for some reason. I just don't like. My instinct is like I don't like I guess. I guess all quiet. Yeah. So I think it's win competitive at the Oscars. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not been submitted. But like, if it were, then like you know, I think the race would be over. Um, I think the popularity of it will push it through here, not just um in the film committee, but just in general. And for animated, we have 
Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Inuo, Marcel the Shell with shoes on, Puss and Boots the Last Wish, and Turning Red. So we're both predicting um, Inuo, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm glad, so glad we had the same joke. <laughs> um, uh, um, no, it's very, so clearly Pinocchio. It's it, so clearly Pinocchio. It's yeah, it's gonna be Pinocchio. It's I, so clearly Pinocchio. I would love a Marcel surprise though. I think it would be so great for the race. Yeah, I actually do like Marcel better than Pinocchio personally, but like slightly more. Um, yeah, I love them both. I would be fine with Pinocchio Marcel or Puss in Boots, honestly, because Puss in Boots is a great movie. <sighs> All right, well, that was easy. Let's move on to screenplay, uh, where we have Todd Field for Tar, Tony Kushner and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Sharon, and Sarah Polly for Women Talking. Uh, so I know everyone here is going Banshees. I'm going everything everywhere all at once, which is going to become very clear when you see like the rest of my winners. But so, I'm riding or I'm riding or dying with this fucking movie. So see, I think it makes sense elsewhere, but I think the Globes will go with Banshees because I think the Globes Banshees too. I'm just riding or dying. Y- yeah, because like. It's just the type of thing that would be more likely to win with this group anyway. So, like, um, um, like it's it's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood beating Parasite. It's like Trial beating Promising Young Woman. It's it's just that kind of that thing, you know, um, where like, you know, even if the genre bending, you know, more original story goes on to win the Oscar at the end of the day, the Globes usually divert to a more traditional pick. So I think that that would be Banshee's. Um, oh, I definitely start even for a wedding. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going all the way with a stupid movie. At this point, I think it will do better elsewhere in in, in screenplay. That is, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean, can't you eligible at WGA? It's not. Movie not eligible at WGA. Okay, it's, so everything everyone's probably wouldn't WGA. It can probably win Critics' Choice, too. Unless they just want to predict the Oscars again. Well, I think it's a number one in Gold Derby, so... You know. That might be a case to, to, to do that. Okay. Supporting Actor. Uh, Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Sharon, Barry Keegan in The Banshees of Sharon, Brad Pitt in Babylon, Ki Hui Kwan in Everything Ever All at Once, and Eddie Redmayne in The Good Nurse. 
Um, are you going to dare to predict against Ki Hui Quan? Because I'm not. No, I I think Quan's gonna sleep this season. I, I I think like there's like maybe three awards so far that he hasn't won. Three. Yeah, he's basically so. Pretty sure he's basically so. We would have to check. I can actually check, but you keep talking. I'll check. There is someone on Next Best Picture I'm seeing right now who's predicting Eddie Redmayne for some reason. And I don't know why. I won't call him on the show, but I'm going to find out who they are. See, I think... Also, Gleason won all but two, by the way. Or Quan has won all but two. He... All but two. Gleason won Atlanta and Gleason won India. That's it. That's it. But Quan has swept this season, essentially. I mean, like, I think every year we kind of get into this thing where, like, we expect the Globes to go crazy. And so to kind of, like, just fuck things up. And they often do, but even when they do that, there's some places where they just they just stick to um, the consensus. And I think this is going to be aside from like animated feature, the easiest place for them to do that. I I, I suppose like if it were just Gleason and not Keegan, then Gleason might have a chance. But with them both in there and a lot of people kind of coming out and saying, I, I think Le- I think Keegan's better than Gleason. Then I think like that kind of puts a nail in that coffin. And from there, like you're just not gonna see anyone else but Kiwi Kwan winning these um these awards. I th- I feel I feel much more confident in this than most categories. Yeah, I think Kwan will just be like another concert in which everyone's he's gonna give like one speech and everyone's gonna want to see him giving speeches, you know? It's, it's like, already started. Troy Kotz, like every, I mean, everyone loved Troy Kotzer's SAG speech, I remember. Like, oh yeah, I mean, this thing's kind of already started with the Gotham speech from 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 Quan. And so the, I think and the he has a great. Is... I mean, narratives don't mean any, I mean, narratives don't mean anything. But everyone loves Kiku Quan. I don't know anyone who doesn't love the man. Like, everyone in Hollywood loves him. So I don't see a reason for him not to win. Yeah, obviously. And then, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me! Um, oh, supporting oh, actress. Think... Oh dear, Angela Bassett. What a shit! In Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Carrie Condit in The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once, Dolly De Leon Triangle of Sadness, and Carrie Mulligan in She Said. 
I what is what is this category just at the Oscars? It's a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. It's a shit show here <laughs> too. Shit show. <laughs> Let's do some process of elimination. So, despite Rainbow my is not winning. yeah, despite my Rainbow reputation, <laughs> despite my reputation, I'm not going to dare predict Carrie Mulligan, and I'm not going to predict Dolly De Leon either. I think those two. Carrie Mulligan is. I think she's like a like a one only on like weirdly surprises. I think her and like Carrie are just like not one thing. I'm so sorry, Lola Dillon. You were great trying. <laughs> You're just not winning. I'm yeah. sorry. Those are the two. I'm just. I'm just not going to even dare to predict because I just don't really see it. But I think everyone else has their disadvantages as well. So it's like. Bassett. Bassett's in a, in a fucking. She's in a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, she's in a Marvel movie. So, like. It would be a little bit weird to see that. And, um, there are and there are people who argue that she doesn't do enough in the movie. Like, a lot of people think she needed, like, another scene or two. Yeah. But she's also Angela Bassett. And I think the Oscar expert made a good um, point where he said, like, people are kind of nominating her because they want her to get an Oscar or something. Which is like, guess, but like, yeah. does that really I mean? Jamie Lee getting nominated. Like Jamie yeah. Lee nominated, you know? <laughs> See, my, my problem with Jamie Lee Curtis is like, is everything everywhere really going to win like three? Like three acting awards? I winning four. I don't I haven't winning like four awards, I think. Because it's just like. By the way, and it's like I don't know. It would just not really um, make much sense for me if she just won. And and Jamie Lee Curtis, I also think I don't think she does very much in the movie. To be very honest. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she's Jamie Lee Curtis, but she doesn't do very much in the movie, in my opinion. So that goes against her, too, because I'm sure that if, we're not the only people who think that. And there's definitely probably people who think that. And then Carrie Condon's just here. She's just chilling here. She's never left the conversation. <laughs> she's just she's been here, like, the entire season. See... There's a case you can make for Bassett, Condon, and Curtis. But it's like... Honestly, I think... The easiest thing for me to do would be to just stick with Condon. Because, like, she's she's See, most like... I've stuck with Condon. She's, like, sweeping Curtis. She's, like, sweeping right now. The Curtis Again, not that they mean anything, but she she is the favorite right now going into the Oscars. Yeah, and she's also just like 
you know. I think Carrie Conan is the only one who doesn't really have anything going against her, other than she just has felt like the default. <laughs> At the beginning of this season, she just kind of felt like the default because there was no one else. And it's also like she's not really a star or anything, which doesn't that doesn't mean you can't do anything. But it, she was going against like Jamie Lee Curtis and like Angela Bassett, who are very limited in the industry. A lot of people obviously want them to win awards and to win like an Oscar. But I'm going to carry Condon. She's just chilling here. She's she's doing nothing wrong. I am going to stick. I believe I'm going to stick with Condon because it's like I don't. I just am not really completely sold on um, on Bassett, just just in general. Like, yeah, I know she's going to... I've gonna, never been sold on Bassett. Like, if she gets in for SAG, I'll put her on my five and be like, okay, fine. But ah, something just so feels... Like Bassett could be that one person everyone misses. I just feel like, because like, I think I feel like she could. It just like feels she could fake. And she can back and I probably still would and I probably still would to be honest. Man. It just, it just, it just feels weird. I don't, I don't really understand it, but it, it's the MC. I, I, I don't see. The Academy of the Arts and the MCU. I still don't know. And Curtis, I just don't. I just don't want to put it. I'm very honest. So I'm just done with the Gary Cotton. It was just a very simple process of elimination for him. Sorry for the weird cut here. My internet cut out and I had to rejoin the Zoom and start another recording. Thankfully, the first one saved. However, it cut off in the middle of Jasmine's sentence, and I apologize for that. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Diego Calva for Babylon. Daniel Craig for Glass Onion. Adam Driver for White Noise. Colin Farrell for Banshees of Emma Sharon. And Ray Fiennes for The Menu. It's going to be it's going to be Colin Farrell. It's, it's Colin. It's Colin. It's Colin Farrell. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like definitely. It's like definitely Colin Farrell. No contest. Absolutely no contest. I even I unfortunately cannot deny that. And for actress in a musical or comedy, Leslie Manville, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. Margot Robbie for Babylon. Anya Taylor-Joy for The Menu, Emma Thompson for Good Luck to Leo Grand, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. So... Oh, I wonder who the winner is. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. I am predicting Michelle Yeoh. She's my number one. Not just for here, but also for the Oscar. And for SAG. But... There's a thought in the back of my mind that they could do Margot Robbie. I 
don't really want it. I don't even necessarily think she wants it. Um, but they did really like Babylon. They did really like Babylon. They nominated it basically everywhere. They, I think it basically maxed out. Well, except so, director and screenplay. Yeah, but, yeah, except yeah. For, well, it was never getting screenplay, in my opinion. But it did basically as well as it needed to. Yeah. I think again in Calvin shows that they really liked the movie. I think part of me just I don't really know. Maybe it's kind of like flashbacks to Andrew Day where we were all like, oh, it's Carrie Mulligan, it's Carrie Mulligan, but then Andrew Day won. And, you know, I realize I'm, you know, stabbing myself in the heart by saying that but you know um <laughs> uh this would kind of be the same thing where like most of us are expecting it's gonna be michelle yo it's gonna be michelle yo it's gonna be michelle yo but then it's like then they're, they're like margot robbie and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be it it, it would be an ugly look to be honest it would not be a good look but it's, no one it's a possibility that kind of lingers in the back of my mind. And I don't like it, <laughs> to be honest. I, I think Margot's I mean, great in Babylon, but I think I, I just think Michelle Yeoh is better. I do think if Margot wins, I don't think it affects Yeoh's chances, though. Margot's definitely, I don't think Margot's winning the Oscar, so. <laughs> I don't think she is either, so we'll, we'll have to see how that plays out. Okay, and I then between those two, unless I mean, Anya Taylor Joy is clearly gonna sneak out behind them and win. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, actor in a motion picture drama: Austin Butler and Elvis, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Hugh Jackman in The Sun, Bill Nye in Living, and Jeremy Pope in The Inspection. I have Austin I, Butler. <laughs> yeah. I have Austin Butler. <laughs> I also have Austin Butler. I have Austin Butler. <laughs> and this very well might be his start of his path to winning the Oscar. Uh, I don't like it, but it, it's 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 reality. It's reality. Um. Everyone else in this movie, it's it's their only nomination here. So I just yes. there's just really I mean I think him or Fraser are the only ones with the chance of winning, so um, I've only seen Nike Jackman and Poe. I mean Nike Jackman and Poe are winning. So it's between yeah. him and Brandon Fraser. I think it's probably just just Butler, to be honest. They don't really see Frazier winning here. And it's not because of the whole, he's not coming. He's not attending thing. Like, I don't think that's that's a thing. But, yeah. Actress in a motion picture drama. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Olivia Coleman in Empire of Light. Viola Davis in The Woman King. Ana de Armas in Blonde. And Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. 
So Cape Blanchett <laughs> is a hundred percent winning this. I'm pretty sure. I'd say like ninety. Um, He's like ninety-five percent winning. Again, I kind of get flashbacks to Andrew Day, and I have this thing. Okay, part of me wonders about one Michelle Williams, but also there's a little part of me that's afraid that they'll go Joker mode and go with they are. I'm not I don't think it's likely. I'll say that. They are probably going Georgia to go with wins were in a terrible reality. Yeah, because of that at that point it's like I mean she could be Jodie Foster in that reality, but at the same time it's like that is just too big to ignore. And we Mr. might Foster. we might not have a choice. Tanian is better than Tanian was better. <laughs> I, I really love Bar, like yeah, but it's like it's probably Kate. It's probably Kate still. It's probably Kate. I mean, again, we and I'm and I'm guilty of this. I did this just now. We kind of have this feeling that like they might just do something kind of crazy and stupid and go Joker mode, but sometimes they just they're just normal. Sometimes they're just normal. So oh, Kate has a lot of nominations here. Jesus Christ. Kate has a lot of nominations, but Golden Globes. Jesus, I feel like her. <laughs> okay. So then we go to director. James Cameron for Avatar, The Way of Water. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Boz Lerman for Elvis. Martin McDonough. The Banshees of Inisherin, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. <sighs> I'm the only one that I've learned it too. <laughs> so, for chaos, I think most people are still predicting Spielberg. I don't know why. And, I mean, I get it because it's like. Kind of holding onto the front runner, but like, I feel like there's just really just no evidence that that he's winning. I mean, in there's fact, no evidence. There is no evidence that he's winning. In fact, I, it's kind of become like a thing where I've had this feeling for a while that. that this could be the movie's fate. It could just become like the Irishman. Where it's just yeah. its path to winning just gets slimmer and slimmer and slimmer to the point where it really just doesn't have a path anymore. So yeah, it's it's in Spielberg is just not one shit besides like one or two. And you know, there's other possibilities here that you could go with. You could do Cameron, you could do um I mean you could do James Cameron. Um 
I don't think McDonough is going to win. I don't think Boz Lerman is going to win. But I don't know about James Cameron either. Like, no, I know like he won for the first one and the first one also won. But like, my thing is like, I don't think he's like a super strong contender to, to, to win. Um, which is like, you know, maybe you could say, well, maybe the Globes see that and they want him to be, so then they, they vote for him to make him that. But like, I don't think that they're that, I don't think that they're playing 4D chess like that. Um, yeah. But I remember we have this, we kind of have this conversation every year where we think they might go a little crazy here and pick this person. But then they just pick the critic sweeper anyway, which right now is, is Daniels. It, yeah, it's Daniels. Daniels. Steven Spielberg has not won a singular director anywhere. FYI. So, um, I mean, that doesn't mean Avatar can't like James Cameron just can't this doesn't mean Spielberg can't but it's just like I don't know I think when in doubt it might be best to go with the critic sweeper and I think I'm gonna do that I'm gonna go with Daniels yeah I just not with Daniels and if they win here, then like I think the director Oscar that it's just theirs at that point. Yeah, I think they're a pretty good contender to win. Yeah, I've I've learned it too because I have Elvis winning later on. <laughs> so all right. Well, for musical or comedy, we've got Babylon. We've got Banshees. We've got everything everywhere all at once. We've got Glass Onion and we've got Triangle of Sadness. Um, it's gonna, it's, it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Um, I have everything everywhere because I'm wanting like four golden globes. And that's it. That's the only reason why. I have a winning three oh, right no, now. I have a winning five. I'm winning five. That's not right. realistic. But then I also have um Banshee's winning three. So, so if it's like comedy, actress, director, supporting actor, and supporting actress, screenplay, comedy actor, then like it's basically pretty much just head to head. Uh, um, I don't know. Oh man, this is difficult. I mean, they both have at least one locked up acting win for 
Condon and Farrell, respectively. Or, well, Colin and Farrell, what if I said? Farrell and Kwan, respectively. Um, I think they may. Because they have done this before. They may just stick to being a little bit more traditional and go with Banshees. And then that'll be that for, uh, for this. And I mean, it wouldn't really surprise me if everything everywhere won. But I want Babylon to win for the chaos. There we go. Yeah, for real. Hilarious. I think it would be hilarious if it won. It would be very, very funny. I agree. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Banshees. Yeah, I think I think it's one or the other. I think either yeah. could win. I just have I shouldn't have everything everywhere wanting like five, but that's that's what the place I put myself in. So it's where I'm going. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. And then finally, for best motion picture drama, Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I stated earlier, I have Elvis coming. <laughs> so there's two movies that I think I'm not going to predict here. One of them's Tar, because, you she know. one of them Tar. <laughs> yeah, because, like, there's just not really much of a much of a reason for that to win. I mean, it's the best one of them in, in this category, but um, there's not really much of a a reason for them to, to give it there, to give it to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's the Fablemans, and the reason I'm not going to do that is just because, like, it feels so much to me like Belfast in Trial, where it's just like it, it, it looks hot for a while, it looks like it's the front runner just for a while, but the passion just doesn't manifest, and for that reason, it it just teeters off and it doesn't and it and it loses first it loses the globe then it loses um something else and then you know it's all downhill from there yeah there's just it doesn't seem to be like the passion for it like especially if spielberg is a winning director like just just win picture that doesn't make any sense i mean there, there are movies that have won just picture the globe before, like Moonlight and like Twelve Years a Slave, but that also doesn't really make it likely. Is the thing. I feel like it's going to be a weird just picture winner because I feel like a picture one. I don't see why director wouldn't win, but I don't see a winning director. Yeah. If that makes sense, like I feel like if, he, if the movie wins, I don't know why they don't give an award to Steven Spielberg. Yeah. I think Avatar 
it, it, it would make sense as like kind of a late breaker that people are going to see and people are, you know, like obsessed over. Oh, so the first one. <laughs> yeah, like the first one, but <sighs> I don't know. It's just kind of like I think the reason the first I think the first one for director is the only reason that it's in the top of the three is the I think it's one of the reasons the the first one so and it's James Cameron so yeah but it doesn't always like past results doesn't guarantee future success so oh no but I think the reason people are are considering for a win at all. Yeah. I think uh... <sighs> it could happen, but if I'm not predicting Cameron to win director, then I probably shouldn't be predicting Banshees to win here. Not Banshees. A Avatar to win here. My mind is in like 4,000 different places right now. Um, Elvis Elvis is tricky because you know there's the Bohemian Rhapsody comparison which makes sense but um, I think part of it like I think I don't think people are quite as crazy about it as they were Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, or at least, like, it doesn't necessarily feel that way. I mean, maybe I'm. Maybe yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody is always but... like, I don't know, Bohemian Rhapsody is always like a really weird comparison. Because, like, I feel like nothing's going to ever be Bohemian Rhapsody. That movie made, like, what, $800 million? I've never seen happening again. <laughs> yeah. Like, but at the same time, it feels like something they would do. But it's also like, just because it, it's something they would do or could do, it doesn't mean they will do it. Is the thing. So like, I think it's something you have to be very cautious, cautious about. And then Top Gun, is sitting down here. It's the one of it's 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 the let's just be honest. It's of these movies, it's the one with the most passion behind it. Unfortunately. I, I don't understand it, but it, it's the reality. It's reality. And so it, it it's 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 tough because I it feels weird that they would give it to this movie while they didn't nominate Tom Cruise and while they didn't nominate that Joseph goes, that goes so weird. And I think I the Tom Cruise is I think the Tom Cruise is a little more like yeah weird. Because I don't know if you're ever getting 
thing is, I think a lot of people thought Tom Cruise was getting obviously. And for the record, I don't think Tom Cruise was was snubbed because of a certain vendetta against him. I just don't think people liked it, like his performance all that much. I think people like his performance, but they like others better. Or that, yeah. Um. Shit, this is harder than I thought. Because every movie here that isn't Elvis like underperformed. Elvis is the only one that like got what it could have gotten, unless you want to count like song. Um. I'm just I'm just going on Elvis. I could be something else, but Elvis just feels like that's the pick right now. Well, just I'll be wrong and it's like a tar, like I mean like, I, I would I would I would clap great because win. Yeah, that'd be you know incredible. Yeah, I I think Elvis I think Elvis this pick right now. I'm just going to go with Top Gun. Uh, I don't want it, but the Globes do a lot of things I don't want, like Andrew Day. Um, uh, and Nicole Kidman, too. Uh, okay, well. We, we don't. We don't. Uh, that's the end of this episode sorry it was you know not as exciting as the other ones but circumstances um are a bit complicated right now um next episode hopefully we'll have a few more people on and hopefully we're all, we're all very busy unfortunately we're all very busy unfortunately <laughs> yeah and hopefully we'll have a bit more of a fruitful conversation then um you know we'll have more we'll have more to talk about is what i'm saying uh all right well adios amigos